Server Central. Server Central. Welcome to Server Central, a podcast about anything tech, produced by the students of the tech classes at Farmington High School. And now, it's Server Central. Server Central. Hello and welcome to Server Central. I'm your host, Austin, here with North Dakota and Trace. And today, we will be talking about advancements in automotive. So recently, I heard a rumor from my grandpa that car companies are going to make newer cars, but in the old model frame. With So it's going to be like an old vehicle with all the new modern safety features. That Okay, that actually sounds really, really cool. Um, when it comes to modern vehicles and modern safety features, you can actually um, electric convert your cars. Electric convert? Yeah. You can convert your classic cars to electric cars. It's twice the price of a normal classic car, but it's cool, I guess. How does the process of that even begin to function? I would imagine it's kind of like a restoring a vehicle and how like technicians and all that can modernize, say, an old Mustang and make it just as functional. I I guess, but still, that's requiring the replacement in the entire drivetrain instead of just, you know... An engine swap. Well, that's also to like maybe they're just reproducing the old car, or maybe you can roll one in and they'll do all the work for you. Uh, that's probably what they are. I, I s- hope so, because chances are you're not going to find a perfectly not rusty '70s car. Oh, you? There's no way you can do that. How much is it to actually do the cost, the conversion? Um, the cheapest I'm seeing is. Eight grand. Eight the, grand? The highest I'm seeing is 32 grand. Bad. 32 really? grand plus whatever you may need to spend to get a charger for the thing? Yeah, that's a lot. You can buy a new Bronco for that much. To Wait, wait, wait. Like, hang on. I'm confused. Restore or remake a drivetrain? Uh, no, this is completely redoing your drivetrain to oh, be electric. So it's like ripping everything out and replacing it with everything an electrical vehicle would need. Up to 32,000 to do that for any vehicle? I don't know if it's any vehicle. Uh, it might be specific models, but that, that is yeah. that is crazy. Yeah. It really is. But I, I can understand I why these... That would be these... better than Tesla. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't know. LS swap plaids look kind of cool. <laughs> LS swap plaid. That is, that is heretical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, the design of the car is a lot that matters. Well, like, yeah, of course. Modern, modern cars just don't have the kick that older cars used to. Well, it's because yeah. a lot of modern cars are the equivalent of a doorstop and more aerodynamic than an actual bullet. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No. <sighs> oh, boy. Um, on top of that, like, there are a few car companies who have done retrofuturism right. Right? Yeah. Not a lot. Right in your eyes. No, I mean, look at Ford. Ford and their new Bronco. Oh, that's true. Yeah, well, Ford's kind of mastered the... Uh, like retro futurism style, yeah, apart just, from the Bronco Sport. They've mastered the ability to make a good design without ruining their vehicle. Exactly. That is true. Minus the baby Broncos. The baby? Oh. I, I yeah. don't know if we, the people are ready to hear about that. No, <laughs> I don't even I, think people the, know what that is. The, the, sorry, for those of you out there who don't know what that is, that's a Bronco Sport. It's a, a Bronco, Bronco Sport. Yeah, it's a Bronco, but it's based on the Escape platform. It's got cool features. Such eh, as? Well, it still retains all of its GOAT modes. Mm-hmm. It has an electronic locking differential, quotation marks there, because it's not an actual diff. What is it? It's a, It's kind of like a, the computer's monitoring the wheels and both has them locked kind of at the same speed. Ah, uh, so a differential. No, there's no differential in the car. That's what a differential is. <laughs> there is no differential. What do you mean? So is it like so a transfer just, Are they just saying it's a differential? 
it's technically not a di- it's not a differential and it's not technically a transfer case since it's an all-wheel drive vehicle. It's not four-wheel. What? But oh, it has no. it has full independent suspension all around. Oh. oh. So it electronically locks the wheels together instead of having a mechanical differential and gearbox. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it retains all the goat modes. Or, sorry, goes uh, over all-terrain modes. Yeah, I was about to say, like, wait, uh, remind me what goat was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's two different meanings. Actually, technically three different meanings to the word goat. Yeah, uh, Ford specifically says goes over all-terrain, but we all know what it's actually meant. They're meant to be there for. Yes. You know, greatest of all time. That's the word, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what they meant to say. Or mine was too clouded from staying up late, so I was like, wait, what did that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they imply. But the the Bronco, the baby Bronco, as I like to call it, has a lot of cool features, and it's built off the escape platform. Oh, Not good. to mention it has uh, like a theater-style roofing. Nice. So the people mm. in the back have just as much headroom as people on the front. That's a very important thing, especially for a person like me with my Ford Escape. If I'm not careful, I will clock my head when I get into my car. Mind you, I'm 5'10". Your Ford Escape is a death trap. Yeah, I have the same problem. Same with leg room. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> Wait, you have, you're having leg room issues in your Dodge? Yes, my seat is all the way back, and my legs are just barely touching the steering wheel when I drive. It's an, o- mm. it's an 07 Dodge Dakota. That is one of the smallest trucks I've ever seen. Yet I didn't have this problem with my GMC. Ex- well, oh, yeah. I mean, you had a full size back then. Now you have a little half size. That's true. What have um, done? Oh, crap. What was the... What was the what? So, I, I believe we strayed a bit from the original topic. Oh, well, no. Yeah, we did. We were, we were talking about some designs of these things. We were doing designs and... Uh, then we started like talking about tech. features. Well, that, that's kind of the whole thing. That That's our job here. We're meant to bring this out. Well, yeah. But I, I think we're, we're just a little scatterbrained from last time. So. Oh, we're always scatterbrained. Oh, well, you are. On, on top of that, <laughs> yes, a lot of cars look like door wedges, but... Can we talk about some of the tuner designs? Are are we looking at stuff like this? I mean, let's look at the Civic, for example. Oh, like uh, hyper-modern stuff? No, Maybe. yeah. Like, you see a modern Civic, you know? Think oh. it's a grandma's car. You see someone no. else's Civic, and you think it's some stripe of street tuner that screams like a four-year-old. No, because that's the thing. The Honda Civic is designed to look futuristic, but honestly, I think they went a little far. And yet, there's only, like, two groups of people that actually drive those things. <laughs> Yeah, not to mention like the not to mention the tech on those things are kind of impressive, but this is also Honda and I have a very personal grudge against Honda. Speaking so of I'm impressive. Not in, uh, speaking of impressive, the Bronco itself has a lot of really cool features. We'll touch on that. It goes and, back to the Bronco. No, I'm serious. We'll touch on that in a little bit because there's some really really cool features on that. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, you would be excited too. It's the first real rival to the Wrangler. And it's I, a box. I feel like Jeep what Bronco. you're trying to imply here is that the peak of all car design is a Bronco. I mean, it's a Generation <laughs> 6 that looks like the Generation 1. Fair enough, but what about older muscle cars? Older muscle cars were the epitome <laughs> of American. Like, just look what at the, the old The F-150? The F-150 is the working American. The working American, okay. I mean, like, the epitome of American sport. There are no sports cars in America, or at least during that time period. Yeah, now time all period. of our muscle cars are sports cars. They were sports cars back then. Now we have two separate categories and the muscle car being a dying breed. It's really fast economy cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Prius. Mm. I have a special hatred for the Prius. I do, mean, we, do we want to talk about the tech on that the thing? Prius. <laughs> okay. The Prius has one gear. One. 
Yes. And it's go. It, but. It, it's a constant varying transmission, though. Exactly. So no it's hybrid. Because oh, it's a freaking hybrid. So it gets more I'm doing this for the environment. The environment's trying to kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, spoiler alert. I'm sorry to tell you, Mr. Prius driver. Um, your little i3 and electric motor is actually least the more. No, wait. Sorry. <laughs> Get your thoughts together, man. It's one of the most inefficient vehicles you could have right now, believe it or not. You're better off getting a Honda Insight, because the Insight actually had a low-revving engine. Or even a Ford Focus. The Ford Focus is just nice, though. I'd take that over any car. Well, not even that. You're better off buying a a 7.3 Power Stroke or a 24-valve Cummins. Hmm. But, like, what you also don't have to... What you have to realize is that the whole reason a Prius is so inefficient is because... It's little i3 revs way higher than it should, thus burning much more fuel. That is true. Because and guess what? It's not powerful enough to propel your car at an optimal RPM. That is accurate. Yeah. And we are going to have to go on break for a little bit. We have to schedule up for our next segment. When we come back, we'll be talking about comfort features. We'll also be talking about hydrogen conversions, too. Mm. And uh, we'll be touching up a little bit more on the designs. So uh, thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Server Central. It's a thing on Scorp Radio. Be sure to tune into the award-winning Good Morning Farmington High every weekday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. on Scorp Radio. Discussions and interviews that impact the Scorp Nation along with very cool indie music. Produced by the mass media students of Farmington High, Good Morning Farmington High keeps you hooked up with everything that is Farmington High. Every weekday from 7 to 8 a.m., it's Good Morning Farmington High. Only on Scorp Radio. You are listening to Server Central on Scorp Radio. Hello and welcome back to Server Central with Austin, Dakota, North, and Trace. Today we'll be... Continuing on our topic about safety features, comfort, and whatever else comes up in the midst of it. So, Dakota, you were going to start us off on what again? Oh, uh, that's right. I'm going to start us off on hydrogen. Because Cummins is making a new hydrogen engine based off their uh, off their small blocks. God bless America. Thank you. But <laughs> it's uh, it's not an actual engine. It shares the block of their normal diesel engines for, you know, their inline six, for their inline six semis. All it is is a tank replacement and a header replacement. Yeah. So yeah. does it change nothing? No, it very much changes everything. Because instead <laughs> of running on diesel, it runs on pure hydrogen fuel cells. Also known as hydrogen gas. Yeah. Isn't hydrogen relatively explosive? <laughs> relatively? It's one relatively. of the most violent. It is. But if it's controlled, it does the same job as gas and has less emissions. And also it can vaporize millions if you use it, right? <laughs> That's a topic for a different segment. That's, mm. that's for another area. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's it's a really cool thing because Cummins is making it so you can take in your truck and just have the headers and tank swapped. Mm. So this would replace the need for diesel? Technically. Maybe. But you have an option. So you can either run it on diesel or hydrogen. Oh, really? Yeah. How much will the hydrogen even cost compared to diesel? Probably uh, dirt cheap because it's super easy to produce. Especially with electrolysis. Fair enough. Yeah. But the only problem is we don't have any infrastructure, which is why they also want them to run off diesel still. The yeah, only I difference is the sense. heads. Well, we need diesel. You can't just remove it. That whole sham about we're running out of diesel. Yeah, that's not true. We're not running out of diesel, gas, methane, or any of fossil fuels anytime soon. That's That's a topic <laughs> for another day. We should talk about energy efficiency and whatnot another time. Yeah, and yeah. On, on top of this, I hear there's going to be some new safety features in the mix. Ooh. Oh, boy. 
I'm not sure what they are. Well, there's always going to be safety features and stuff. Well, of course. Well, what have they not added to a car that would make the car more useful? Mm, uh, heated seatbelts? Oh. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, we had a whole conversation about this before we started this. We figured out the, the heated seatbelt is a normal seatbelt with two wires running through it. Which seems like a very dangerous safety hazard That's for a, a fire car. hazard. Get a get an electrical short or a fault in your vehicle, and then all of a sudden your seatbelt has a permanent tattoo. Oh, ow! But it's okay for electric cars. It's supposed to diminish the the cabin heating, the time for cabin heating. But what happens if it's the middle of summer? Good question. What happens if, uh, like I just said, if you have a fault, how are you going to get that thing off? What if it locks up as as you try to rip it off? Good question. <laughs> Does it stay on in a car crash? It most imagine, likely will. you get stuck to the seat and it's burning the heck out of you. <laughs> and that's how you get a heat stroke. That's not a heat stroke, man. That is a permanent scar. That's like I'm a, talking about in summer when you're sitting in your car with the AC on, but your seatbelt is burning uh, you alive. Yeah, wait, how do you turn that on and off? Is it just a button on the dash? I hope so. I hope you can turn it on and off. You have to, you have to grip the seatbelt and jink it twice and it'll turn on. <laughs> oh, no. You mean like how they lock, too? That's how they lock. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, abracadabra. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, on top of that, when it comes down to safety features, what is it with cars and trying to use yokes? Good question. Like, look elaborate. At the, um, the Tesla Model Plaid, whereas the normal, Tesla. whereas the normal models have an actual wheel, mm -hmm. Plaid models will have a yoke. Uh, if you're ever in the cockpit, like a 747 or large jet, it looks like a steering wheel, but like the horn segment has two outreaching spokes. It looks oh. like an F. It's it's literally just like an F1 steering wheel. Like a Formula One race car. Yeah, it's just it's just an F1 steering wheel. That explains it. Yeah. So also, on top of that, Ford has started making F1 engines again. Really? Yeah. Honda step Honda stepped back and Ford has stepped forward. Well, I hope so. I haven't gotten any other information on this, but it apparently. They're bringing some pretty heavy hitters to the table. Such as? Well, per for performance, especially for, say, something like the Raptor engine. Mm. Ooh. The GT500 engines. So, like, old and new stuff, really, or something comparable to? No, the modern ones with oh. for performance tuning. Wow. I mean, the Raptor R pumps out just over 500 uh, horsepower. Yeah. Supposedly. How much torque? Is it like a one-to-one? -one? I have no idea. I'd imagine it's somewhere within 400 pounds. I, I have no idea, but the smaller version of that engine, because that's that's a little V6, twin-turbo V6, with a different tune on it. It comes with the twin-turbo stock? Yeah. Wow. But its its sister engine, the one that's, again, in the Bronco, pumps out about 370 horsepower and has 416, 17 pound-feet uh, pound of torque. Wow. And that's just for a little V6. What literage? Uh, it's, I think it's a 2.7 liter. Seriously? 2.7 liter twin turbo V6. Jeez, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, for performance, man. And and to like uh to add to that, about five years ago, our V6 has barely kicked out anything more than 200. And yeah. it had to be three liters. Had to be three liters. They were virtually big block V6s. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, there's a lot of different comfort features on modern cars. Like, again, <laughs> heated steering wheels. Heated That's seats. actually something yeah. I would get behind. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know about that. Like, if you have a crack in your steering wheel or like a short, you, 
you know, you go to get in the car, you put your hand on the wheel. Well, it's it's, it's an induction heater. It's not like they're going to fry you. Uh, well, yeah. fair enough. But still, why? Well, I can't tell you how often I've had to get up like almost an hour earlier than I usually do just so that I can get my car warm enough so that way my hand's not freezing on the steering wheel. True, but I mean, we've seen how your defrosters work. We don't have to talk about my defrosters <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, or, um, or if you're like me with hands made of virtually fiberglass and you have to have gloves every time you leave the house. Yeah. That's all right, I at, guess. At, at least it's not as bad as my as my older car. The Ranger was really, really weird in weather. Specifically, A, you couldn't get out of the driveway. B, you couldn't wipe your windshield. Mind you, he has all terrains when this happens. <laughs> exactly. Like, the Ranger itself is so light. Like, the older Rangers, they're so light that they really don't like snow unless you have four-wheel drive. Or even, like, medium mud. Just anything wet, they will not do well. And, of course, you couldn't unless make you have... it more back-heavy because you didn't have a tailgate on either. I, that was not my fault. We <laughs> bought it like that. Oh, yes. Okay, you bought it from, what, your... Your granddad was that? No, I I didn't buy it. My dad gave it to me because that was my first car. Oh, he bought it from someone who was moving away, who was like living down on Butler. Oh, and the whole time you had it, you never once thought of getting like a web tailgate or anything for it. No, we did. We just didn't want to drill holes in the Rhino Liner. Ah, uh, fair enough. We didn't want to break our <laughs> drill. Mm, fair enough. Oh, yeah, I guess it is Rhino Liner. That would just trash a drill, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah, it really would. Mm. Um, Speaking... But it, it was really weird on safety features because the passenger airbag does not work. <laughs> or at least the switch doesn't work to turn it off. Uh, huh. Why? I have no idea. So you, you just can't turn off the passenger airbag? I don't even know if it's still on. <laughs> In all honesty, why would you want to turn it off? Oh, jeez, I, mean, I wonder. Maybe maybe if I crash, I'd like my passenger to remain in one piece, not pieces. Remember, an airbag is like a little controlled explosion. Well, well, yeah, I know can, that. And it, it can rip thumbs off. Yes, I'm aware. So if, say, you know, your passenger has his legs kicked up on the on the dash, right? He's you know, getting folded in half if that happens. <laughs> well, then that's his or hers fault for deciding to do that in a moving vehicle. I don't know. I've done it. This is this is why we specifically make luxury cars so people don't do this. Yeah, fair yes. enough. Speaking of, again, we're reeling back to luxury. So oh, yeah. all, all this ties in eventually. But we're reeling back to luxury. I miss the bench seats. I do old too. School? My old oh. GMC had such comfortable bench seats that I, I no longer have in my Dodge. Yeah, I mean, your GMC was also like beautifully tuned. I'm kind of sad that you got rid of it. Well, well, I didn't even get a say in that. Oh, that's true. Your GMC was kind of low on power, and yet here I am stuck in a modern car. Yeah. yeah. Although, okay, so I currently drive a Ford Explorer 2002 version. Granted, it's an Eddie Bauer. For for older time period, it was very luxur- it was very luxurious. Now it's like top of the line. Yeah. Now it still kind of holds up. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we'll, we'll have to cut this short. We'll reel back to it again eventually. But, Time flies. <laughs> oh, no, it really does. When we come back, we'll be going back over all these designs, kind of comparing older cars and newer cars and, you know, kind of re Circling back these. on a few topics that we need to wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doing donuts around, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's this entire thing is like that. Anyway. Oh, yeah. At least uh, today is. Thanks for tuning in to Service Central. We'll be back after a quick break. If you don't listen, then we'll just be talking to ourselves. 
Server Central on Scorp Radio. Be sure to catch the streaming event broadcast of FHS Live. The schedule can be found at FHSLive.com. Football, basketball, and events that happen on the Scorpion campus produced and performed by the students of Farmington High. Live streamed on FHSLive.com. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at FHS Live on Facebook and FHS.live on Instagram. www.fhslive.com. You are listening to Server Central on Scorp Radio. Hello and welcome back to Server Central. I'm Austin here with Dakota, North, and Trace, and we will be picking up on a lots of stuff that we've been going on. And before we got back from the break, Dakota started talking about something Elon Musk said about Tesla. Oh, yeah. What's he done now? Uh, so people have been Ellis swapping Teslas, right? <laughs> Elon Musk literally came out and said that they that they changed their name to TLS and were Ellis swapping all their Tesla models. And making SpaceX use Tesla, and making SpaceX use LS engines. Why? As, as, <laughs> as a joke. As a joke. I as guarantee joke. you, this is as a joke. Well, it is Elon man. Musk. He understands the memes. Yeah, I can very much tell it's a satire, but still, that is the funniest thing I've seen. <laughs> this Why is, would this you is coming from Elon Musk, the guy who said he was going to make a truck and instead made a low poly model. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's still a truck. It looks like it should be in Half Life. <laughs> yeah, literally, it looks like a, it looks like a a model in Gary's mod that's like really far away. <laughs> Trapezoid. Man, I mean, this is also trap. the same guy that made jokes after the people started making memes out of the indestructible windows of the Cybertruck. <laughs> no, no, no. Heavy quotation there. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's literally like Dakota took off his glasses and looked at a truck. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not. It has to be like a yard in front of you. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it when it all boils down to it, though, there's some really cool truck designs out there. I mean, look at Rivian. Rivian's kind of done some really cool stuff with their trucks. Rivian? Yeah. Just a recent company. I've never heard of Rivian. Yeah, they've been doing some really cool looking electric service trucks that have toolboxes built into the side of the truck. Do they actually look like proper vehicles, or do they look like weird polymorphic yeah, creations? They, they look like actual vehicles. Okay. They look like actual vehicles, along with the Ford F-150 Lightnings. Oh, they're, they're bringing that back? Yeah. Are they doing a good job of bringing it back? I mean, sorry. Yeah, the Lightning itself is the new electric truck of the F-150. Um, it looks like an F-150. Uh, well, I've just brought up a picture of this Rivian. It does look... Yeah, that actually looks it, like a truck. It, it looks It looks kind of cool. It looks, like a, it looks like a modern F-150, basically, with like a redone front and... Oval headlights? Uh, Why more, did I just remember that? Like weird tracks. car design I saw on... I don't remember what it was. I think it was YouTube. Which one? Uh, it was like a sports car, but it was like co- completely covered. Like the tires and everything. Oh. And of course, as you drive, like little red lines in the form of diamonds would appear as you drive because of the heat or whatnot. That's... But what brought up the question when I first saw it was... How do you remove the tires? Because there's, you don't have, it's not like a panel you can remove. There's like one bolt. So do you just lift it up, take off that bolt, and let the tire drop? Mm. Just like NASCAR. You gotta have an air ratchet 24-7. (laughs) Gotta have a compressor in the car. Uh, Oh, speaking of weird truck designs, what was that one company? There's a a company that made like this, um, any of you remember those old uh, Rosenbauer fire trucks, one Sentinel's based off of? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I made a truck. Yeah. So I made a truck that looks like that, like, like a standard truck. Hold on, let me let me look this up. Just give oh me a second. Oh my god! Like a like a five ton? No, no, no. It's it's like a light duty truck. Oh, like, like a, the light duty fire trucks. Uh, no, it, it's a street truck. Oh, like a 
uh, F-150s, 250s, and all that. Kind of. I can't remember the company that did this. Like the basic pickup trucks that you'll see with the firefighter logo on it and whatnot. Nope. Those are just service. Yeah, it's it's literally, it's just a truck. It's just a truck, but instead of having a hood, it has like a rounded front end leading into the windshield with mm. a front storage compartment front storage. that ties into the dashboard. What? What? Yeah, it looks so weird. It has, the front of the truck has no outskirt for like a hood or storage. It literally just has like a bubble. It just has a bubble that cuts off and then goes to the bed. Granted, you you can put a camper on it, but it also has a barn style tailgate. That is, barn style? Barn door styling, yes. Oh. (laughs) The the barn door tailgates. Granted, it has a little tray you can pull out and, you know, a separate thing to make additional barn doors out of the normal ones to increase your bed size. But why? Hmm. I mean... Why? uh, I think that was the whole logic of barn doors in the first place. Like, yeah, this is cool, but why? Uh, Yeah, I mean, seriously, (laughs) look at older Suburbans, like the very first Suburbans. They came in either a tailgate configuration or a barn door. The tailgate was the most loved option. Because well, it, some people because probably want the ease with their tailgate. Well, not just that. I mean, let's let's jump forward a little bit and look at the Ford Excursion. It didn't have a tailgate. It has a three piece. Yeah, and that's actually really cool. But it never caught <laughs> it never caught on. Uh, I, I had an Excursion at one point. It was actually a really cool vehicle. I also, love an excursion. speaking of the Excursion. Ford is bringing it back late 2023. I'm sorry. Yes. What? Wait. Yes. What does it look like? I want to see this. Uh, like an F, like a 2000s model F250. 2000s model F250. I believe so. Wow. Huh. Okay. So it is still based off the F250 platform. Yes, it is. But it's cool. it is now bigger than the modern day suburban. That's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. So. Still comes with the V10 though. I I very much want one of these things now. <laughs> I think everybody wants an excursion. That's probably why they brought it back. Same yeah. thing with the Bronco. I wonder. If yeah, but I doubt anyone in this parking lot would know how to park it. That's true. Yeah, I wonder if it still has the gas mileage. But that is all the time we have for today. Austin, do you want to do our outro today? Sure. We appreciate you for listening to Server Central. I've been. I'm your host, Austin, here with Trace, North Dakota, and we, tomorrow we'll be talking about the magic of movies. Thank you for tuning in to Server Central. Bye. See you later. See you next time. You've been listening to Server Central. Server Central. The weekly podcast created and produced by the tech students at Farmington High School. Server Central on Scorp Radio.